Howdy folks, welcome back to Dance Fever, West Virginia's top-ranked dance competition show fan podcast. I and guess. only. I'm Eddie Lee. That we know of. I'm Terry Ann. Episode 373, the topic for discussion is So You Think You Can Dance, Season 17, Episode 9, Starry Starry Night, with two R's in Starry, because... We have all-stars. Yes. And we started out with a group dance with all our all-stars and our six people competing that are left. Six competitors, I yes, guess? Yes, I guess that's what you'd call them. Mandy and Elizabeth did the um, choreogra- choreography. Choreography? Choreography. Choreography, yes. Yes, if, the if, choreography, if, if you're, you're from Britain or something. If you're European, um, it's choreography. And choreography. Yes. And, and it was pretty good. I liked it. And crisps. Did they? Do you have the song they did, too? The Chain from Fleetwood Mac. Yes. And it was very good. I liked it. Started out with um, Keaton, front and center. So that made it good. Yeah. So we have, I'm sorry. So we have um, All-Stars this evening. And we have Bailey, who was last year's winner. Comfort, who was on, I don't know how many years ago. It's been years. Queen A, Amy, Ezra, and Lex. Some of these won their season. Some of these did not. But that's okay. They're welcome back anyway. And I thought that the overall evening was very good. Yes. I always like it when the All-Stars come because they elevate. Right, yeah. Or as we like to say in wrestling terms, get over. They get their partners over. Yes. Yes. Very well. And we start out, What our theme this evening is that the contestant has to dance in the All-Stars genre of whoever they're paired with. So Carter and Bailey had a hip hop piece choreographed by Gag, Gag, Gag. Gabe, yeah, the Cosma, and he was a contestant on say so choreographers you and Gag. It's it's yes. one of those nights. It's we, one of those nights. We only talk on podcasts for like a million years here, so you know we can't do it. Yeah, well. but other than that, I don't talk a whole lot. They danced to "Alive" by Lil John. Offset and two chains, and it was a and that's zombie. how it's spelled C H A I N Z chains. It was a zombie piece. The uh, makeup was the pretty makeup darn good. Was, was pretty darn good. And I thought that Carter was able to do better than I would think thought he was going to do because he was another person. He wasn't well, himself. He didn't have to be self conscious because you couldn't tell it was him. Other than he was much taller than Bailey. And I thought he did a decent job. He didn't, of course, get in the pocket like Bailey did, but I still thought he did a decent job. A couple uh, observations I had were, were that uh, he was outdanced, unfortunately. Yes. I think it was not by a wide, wide margin, but it was noticeably outdanced by Bailey, who was smaller than he was. So it's like the smaller dude even outdance the big dude. You know, usually your eye goes to the bigger person, just because. Um, and the other thing is that with the makeup on, you could not even tell it was Bailey at all. No. You had no idea. That's how... Other than the movement. How the move. much the makeup was. Mm-hmm. And he fell prey to the thing that we always talk about when you have a Latin or contemporary dancer doing hip-hop. He was too pretty. Yeah. In a was, lot of the places. Yeah. And he talked about that. He talked about... In the piece before, you know, when they were showing the the practice, the rehearsal, everybody talked about him not 
being pretty. You have to not be pretty. Well, you have to not round your edges. You have to not, you know, be so precise. You have to get down into it and really pop it. And he was trying his best. And it was also the upright. Yes. Being the Latin upright. ballroom, you mm-hmm. you upright. Whereas this is hunched or, mm-hmm. or slunk or something like that. And, you know, for years he's got the stiff mm-hmm. back and all that. But I thought so. he did okay. He did okay. It, it was not bad. I, I certainly have seen... Uh, competitors in a different genre do worse than he did. Uh, unfortunately for him, he just was paired with a dancer that has just, since they were on the show, gotten better yeah. at what they do. Amy and Alexis next do Jazz by Eleanor Scott. Dancing to Escalate by Sar B. And I love Amy. She's just so good. Everybody does. Amy yeah. Yakima. It's everybody's She's just favorite. So good. And I thought Alexa... Was right there with her. Yes. I thought they were a good power duo. I, I really liked it. I put an exclamation point after my good. Everybody got a good today. The two of them did well yes. together. Yeah. Yes. Very Didn't well. Amy have a sister also yes. that competed? Yes. Keaton and Ezra are next doing a jive piece that was choreographed by our own Sasha and Emmer. And they danced to the King Creole, uh, the Viva mix of Elvis Presley's King Creole. There we go. And they were best friends battling over Cat. Yes. They had a picture of Cat Dealey. Yeah, it was really cool, the opening. You know, they're all... They're in their 50s garb. They're bragging and, and talking about their chick, and they pull out the pictures, and they both look, and it's the same chick. Yep. And, and then, so they, then fight they start over the fighting. Chick. Yeah. So Keaton did a pretty good job doing a job. I, I liked it. I thought they did fine. Essence and Koine were up next doing a contemporary piece. Choreographed by Jackie Royale. You can't change up the, the way we do things, Sorry. man. I, I don't know what you're doing. Okay. Uh, dancing to Emily Rossum's Slow Me Down. And Essence did a decent job. Koine outdanced her. Oh, well, her. yeah. That's, yeah. Because it's just Koine. She's just, just very, very good at contemporary. She's very emotional, very um, related, relatable. She relates the story well, I guess you could say. But Essence did well, I thought, for a hip-hop girl. Given the amount of time that they had, I really don't think she could have done better than what she mm-hmm. did. And I mean, I know how that sounds. You know, it's like, well, of course they couldn't have done but Yeah, but that's not always the case. She genuinely genuinely tried she left it all there mm-hmm. and she danced how she danced again um her misfortune was being paired with someone that has only gotten better since the last time they were on the show uh koine is just she has a regular gig with somebody that i've read about and i forget where it is so she may even have like performed throughout the um pandemic and all which i don't think that essence necessarily has has mm. had the opportunity, but so yeah, Koine was she was excellent, and Essence was kind of the mm, the the middle sister to Koine's older sister as far as ability it seemed, but it, still it didn't look that bad. I didn't no. think. Bo and Lex did a contemporary piece choreographed by Talia Favia, dancing to "Say I'm Sober" by Billy Lockett. And it was an addiction piece, and best we could tell, Lex was the one who was addicted, and Bo was something else. Something else. Either his conscience or what was right, or it's – 
you couldn't necessarily tell exactly what he was supposed to be, and that that what that's not his fault for no. the dance. That's just the the character. I I couldn't tell what he was, but yeah, I I certainly agree that Lex was the addicted person. And unfortunately, the dance seemed to be geared more for Lex than yeah, Bo, in our opinion. The, the choreography really showed Lex off yeah. and left Bo standing there a lot, a lot of times lot. while Lex was dancing. And I thought, and this was this was the one time where wow. I I watched a different dance than the judges watched because I did not see what they saw not at in all. Bo. Not at all. Not at all. I didn't think that he continued the story they were talking about. He's great storytelling. I'm like, I didn't really get much of him in the no. story at all. Now, what he was given to dance, I wasn't all that moved with. But in his defense, I don't think he was given enough to dance either. No. So it, it just – and on top of that, Lex is another excellent mm-hmm. dancer that they are pairing – you know, these potentially novice dancers with. And, yeah, you know, th- their job, the the um, All-Star. All-Star's job is to elevate, you know, their dancer. But they're not going to not dance to elevate them. You know, they're going to – they're not going to dumb down their part. They're going to do everything they can to raise the other dancer. But you, you can only do that so much. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to dance the way I dance and I'm going to help you and you're going to – Dance however you dance. So, yeah, it the, to me, this season in, in particular, the pairings really seem to be, um, or the, the dancers are having a very difficult time keeping up with the all stars that have been chosen and they've been paired with. I don't, I don't know that I've necessarily seen that much separation between them in the past, but these pairings, I just thought, wow, there were more that. You could tell a difference than you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Last out were Raylan and Comfort doing a hip hop piece by Luther Brown. Dancing to Coilerae and Nicki Minaj's Blick Blick. And I thought they she did a passable job of keeping up with Comfort. I did not like the choreography. I did not like the outfits. It's kind of weird. But you know, Luther has gotten weirder and weirder as I I think in. That since we've seen him, since we've seen him, yeah. he's he's. I don't know. It was a very commercial piece. Yes. I will say. I mean, they could have been backup dancers to Lady Gaga, and and or what you know. I don't know. It was okay. I thought that Comfort, of course, hit it much better than Raylan did. I thought Raylan. I really wish that she would have just sat and watched Comfort do it and try to mimic mm-hmm. what she did. I, I think she. Raylan was one of the better keeper uppers, though, of of all of them. Okay. There was one or maybe two that did it better than her, but she certainly wasn't the poorest. She wasn't the poorest. Um, no. And I don't think she deserved to be in the bottom. I don't think Alexis deserved to be in the bottom because that's where we're going next. We're talking about who's in the bottom, and it's Raylan, Bo, and Alexis. And Bo deserves. Bo to be deserved in the to be in the bottom. Several weeks ago, Bo deserved to be in the bottom. I thought Carter deserved to be in the bottom. He had a very difficult time this week. Yes, I did not agree with Raylan and Alexis, but I don't know who I would have put in the bottom with Bo. And Right. Yeah, exactly. I don't. Right. I don't know because I liked Essence. I thought Raylan, Essence, and Alexis did probably the best with Keaton kind of on, on a tie with them. So I don't know. But anyway, Raylan, Bo, and Alexis 
were voted by the studio audience as being the bottom three or the uh, least vote getters. I was going to say, that let's, way. let's rephrase. Yeah, now. The, the, yeah, the audience votes for who they like, the one person they like. So the Raylan, Bo, and Alexis got the least votes. Least votes, right. From people in the studio audience. The judges debated about what they were going to do and came back, and Twitch said, we don't have a decision because each one of us wants to save one of these people. Yeah, so they, they could not come to a consensus. So they could not come to a consensus. So they didn't send anybody home. They just kept them all. Which, what the heck? Which I think is what they were planning to do to begin I with. I do too. But, uh, yeah, well, which is cool. You know, it gives these six people a cool down time from mm-hmm. what I'm sure was a very difficult week yes. trying to keep up with these people that they're dancing with. Um, I don't know. Next week is head to head. Um, according to the wiki, I guess with six, I guess they'll judge who is the best of these two and these two and these two. And so those lesser two will be the three that go home. Um, I, I guess they'll How go many home. more shows do we have after this next week? Three. We have what they're calling head to head. And then the next episode is called The Final Cut, which almost always leaves three people, right? Isn't that what it is? And then the season 17 finale is the next episode. Okay. So, if if we have three for the last episode, the final cut would take at least one off, if not two, right? And then that would leave either one. Well, we have one. six, and so next week two people go, and then we go into the next week with well, four. Well, but we don't know. We don't know how many go. It, it depends on how fast they get rid of them. I would think saying head-to-head, you have three pairs, which means you have three winners and three go-homers, okay. which leaves three people. But then the next episode says the final cut, so... You can't cut, cut anybody. It down if to, you cut it down to yeah. two. So I, I don't know what head to head. Yeah. Maybe they dance head to head, but I don't know how that equates to who goes home. We Obviously, could, not three. We could sit here and speculate all evening. We so don't know. It'll be less than three people, so they have somebody to send home right before finals and really trash them. You know, that way you almost made it. Sorry, mm-hmm. boohoo. But um, yeah, uh, I'm. I'm not as belligerent as some fans that I've read about, but this season is just very difficult to watch. I just, I'm not digging different things, but every element of the show has something that I'm not really digging. So it's yeah. it's just tough to, to keep up with. The contestants, they've got some really cool contestants, some, some people that I'm really enjoying. Their journey, what I see of them, their story, their dance ability that you know I, I really am enjoying at this point about half or, or maybe four of the six uh, so that's cool I've I enjoy longer seasons because you really get into people more and you become a bigger fan plus you can see how they progress but these these poor kids don't have enough time to and, really progress they're surviving they're yeah, not and, living and this this schedule that Fox had them on I think they take two episodes a week. So that's 12 episodes. Um, and what the, let's see, five was the first thing. So one, two, three, four. And then all the other shows could have been done in one week, the auditions and all that or less. So they've, they've danced for five weeks and that's it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much five to six. You that's, really, you really don't had. have yeah, a chance to learn. That's rough. You know? I don't think it'll be easier on those people that are, are missing being home, which, you know, there's always, that number of people that have kids or, you know, they miss their parents or, you know, whatever aspect of their life uh, they're, they're really used to. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. Fox is just um, 
changing things up so much that it's just making it really hard to dig the show. Certainly, you can't really get into it, but that's, I mean, yeah, uh, I guess I can sit here and say, well, you know, at least we have a show. And I'm like, well, but isn't it better that your favorite sports person retires when they're good rather than you see them suffer until they really suck and then they retire? I mean, who wants their last memory of their favorite baseball player to be a dude who could hardly throw because they were so beat up? Or a wrestler who you noticeably see limping getting into the ring before they retire? You know, you don't want to see your heroes like that. With all of these offshoot television channels that there are now, because Lord knows there's 52 blue million just that we have, and we don't even pay for an upper tier of cable. It's not really cable. And we don't stream either. And we don't stream. So, you know, with all of these TV channels and all of their non-diversity in so many ways, I mean, you've got channels that are just cooking, channels that are just home wrecking, channels that are just detective. Why can't we have one that is just dance competition or Or, singing competition? Or just dance. Why not just a dance channel? And and they, they could they could have so you think you can dance back and when it was good when we had knowledgeable judges who actually knew what to look for and just weren't looking for the story but they were also looking for the movement. I mean, I want them to have. They, everybody has a story. Everybody has something that they've come through in their lifetime. Everybody has a story. So I don't. I like to hear the story, but I don't need the story to be the reason you're on the show. I want your dance ability to be the reason you're on the show. You know, in your genre, yeah, that's not, great. You can be there. a fantastic hip hop. I want you to be on the show because I want to see if you can learn how to do the other things. I'm not saying that I want all contemporary dancers or all this or that. I want people who are good at their genre, who have a passion for dance who want to come and try to, to learn different genres and be good and become our favorite dancer, our best dancer. And I want people who have knowledge to help them on their journey. And I want them to have a full week of learning this new dance style from these new choreographers from and with these new partners and get out there and, and do their best. Not have two days to learn it. Have two hours with their choreographer and that's all. And then they switch up partners within two days, and they have to learn another dance. That's I just think that sucks. Back in the day, when they had the whole week, and they got to stay with this, they stayed with the same all star. Mm-hmm. They got to form a relationship. I mean, I understand that when you're in the dance world and you're going and auditioning, you have to have almost instant chemistry to get the part that you're wanting to get. But once you have the part. You have the same partner unless something happens week in and week out for the length of the show. And that's why I like it's, Dancing with the Stars because you know. they get to learn the st- the the choreographer, the, the person teaching gets to learn what their person can do and know how far they can push them and how much they can teach them and how much drive they have for this. And I think that's the way so, so you think a dance used to be and I wish that's how it was now. But it's not. Agreed. And it could be. Because some channel could say, hey, let's do this. Because you know they'd get at least 2 million pe- viewers. Because pe- People would watch it. People would watch it. People, people have watched it in the past. Yeah. Which means that something has turned them off. But they were and probably are still interested in it. You just have to tell them it's there. 
and they'll they'll be right back. It's back just like it was before. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Everybody wants the quick fix because there's so much competition that they're not waiting to let something grow and develop. Mm-hmm. It it's got to work right now and, you know. So, okay. I'm off my soapbox. All right, so guys, if you want to send us any feedback, you can Email us at dancefever at gmail.com. The website is deliberatenoise.com slash dancefever. You can leave comments there. We're on Twitter. Where we are dancefever, one word. And we're on Facebook. Where we are dancefever, two words. But how do you spell fever? F-E-V-R-E. Yes. Everywhere. Everywhere. If that's not how it's spelled, it's It's not not us. us. Three more weeks left, guys. Head to head coming next week. We'll talk to you after we've watched the show. Bye. Ciao.